Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me once again for another Darren Chatter solo podcast. Uh, if you have listened to any of these before, you know I'm saving you the trouble of reading my blogs by reading the blog to you. So this is blog number 251, Forget Time Management, Prioritize Energy Management. So this is from February 7th of this year. Um, liked the uh, overall premise of this for sure and uh, wanted to make sure I shared it with you in this format so more people could consume it. Definitely have more people listening to the reading of the blog than reading the blog itself. So with that said, here we go. I have learned over the years, and many will corroborate this as well, that energy management is where it's at. I seem to have plenty of time for the things that I am enthusiastic about doing. It is the other stuff that I struggle with. Once I figure out how to manage my energy better, the concerns of time management become more clear and more effective for the things that I don't get excited about. So to clarify that thought, I, I have plenty of time to go fly fishing or to sit at a coffee shop and write. Plugging information into my CRM for my day job is boring as heck, and I have to schedule time and make myself do it. That is time management. I can easily drop what I'm doing and take off for an afternoon and go fly fishing. I don't ever have to schedule that in advance. It's easier when I do, but in this example, I don't, I don't have the concern about spending time doing that. I do not look forward to inputting information in my CRM, and therefore I have to schedule that and have the discipline to execute on that. Back to the blog. One of the things I love to do is go to the local coffee shop near my house and write or do other creative things. I think I could literally start every single day like this, even though I do not typically do this more than four times a week. But when I do, I see my best and most creative work is done in these early morning sessions. The best way for me to manage my creative energy is to A, be aware of the best window of time during the day to do certain things, and B, ensure that I am disciplined enough to set up my day to work in the appropriate window for those functionalities. One of the reasons I find writing in the morning better is because my brain is as close to the theta wave mode that you are in when you fall asleep. This is where you dream and are most creative in that, in that stage called theta wave. This is the stage where the division between conscious and subconscious minds are overlapping and your brain is more flexible and creative. By crapping, cracking open my laptop, grabbing a hot chai tea, and putting on my noise-canceling headphones, I get to work in the zone closest to my most creative brain phase of the day. I can easily spend two hours at the coffee shop before realizing that that much time has passed. I am immersed in the moment, and it really helps my flow, focus, and creativity. Eventually, I will get a little bit mentally fatigued, and my butt starts to hurt from sitting in one of those uh, hard wooden chairs for so long. That's when I know it's about time to go. In many cases, I will proofread the blog from my last writing session before I post it, as well as crank out another blog such as this one. By starting my day out in the coffee shop, I am managing my energy effectively. I get a lot of stuff done in that time slot, and if there's anything left for the next session, I don't worry about it. 
I know it will be completed in that next session. I want to write and create, and therefore the energy management is minimal in my mind. It is not a struggle, so I don't have to be disciplined to get things done. On the other hand, when I have a task that I'm not so excited about doing, this is a very different story. I feel most mentally energetic the first few hours after waking up, so I use that momentum for my creative process. Because I do intermittent fasting, I will eat my first meal of the day around 9.30 a.m. This sort of gives me a second wave of energy to finish out my morning and tackle the things that are on my to-do list, especially the things that are least appealing to me. I know that if I manage my energy correctly, I can use the second wave of mental energy after breakfast to scratch things off my list that I need to get done. This includes difficult conversations with a client or a fellow employee, large presentation opportunities that I have to arrange all the logistics for, such as travel and things like that. And as I gave an example earlier, I hate entering information into my CRM that I use for tracking clients and prospects. So this second wave time slot is usually where I schedule this task. I'm not excited about it, and therefore I have to manage when I do it to make sure that I get things done and also done effectively. It requires focus to input the data correctly and also remember any additional details from recent conversations that would be noteworthy to add into that client or prospect file. When I wait until the end of the day to do this, it seems like it takes way longer and I'm sure the quality of my input suffers as well. This can have a long-term impact. If I mess up details or transpose digits in a phone number while entering that information into the CRM, I will have to spend time backfilling the right information later on, and this can be a real struggle if enough time passes. My afternoon energy levels are typically fairly consistent, and I can work straight through several hours on menial, non-creative tasks like video editing, scheduling social media posts through Buffer, and other things that do not need a high level of creative thinking to do. I schedule large client presentations in the early morning hours as I feel that big opportunity to take advantage of my focus and energy needs to be applied to a large client opportunity. I, I will admit that for a smaller client, I am less concerned about that, and I will schedule those at any time of the day because it's a fairly routine uh, run through for me. And so I'm not going to worry about being at my absolute most creative and focused at that time. I can kind of do those on autopilot and go through, go through that process in a workmanlike fashion. So this is what I'm talking about when I say energy management. Be aware of your own patterns and use that to your advantage. Time management falls in line with your energy management if you follow some of the examples that I shared above. The system is reliant on a couple of factors to be aware of. So this is the key couple of points that help me establish day after day the pattern of being creative in the morning and getting th other things done throughout the day. So number one, I'm a big believer in this, consistent sleep patterns. I am an early to bed and kind of early to rise kind of person at this stage of my life. It seems like I need a lot of sleep a minimum of eight hours a day to feel on. When I do this, I recover my energy levels, 
my brain is sharper, and it helps me avoid injuries during my workouts and things like that, as my body also recovers a lot better. It is, I find it way better than I used to, which was staying up late and then sleeping in even later. That is not terribly functional when you have an eight to five job either, and I always felt like I was tired and unproductive for much of the day. Once I broke out of this cycle and reset my body's rhythms to a more natural state, I feel like I've become 10 times more productive and creative. Step number two is a good diet. I used to live on cheap food, fast food, pre-made stuff, you know, box, boxed food, stuff like that. And as we all know, it's quick and convenient, but it also is slowly killing us, right? It wreaks havoc with your brain, your gut health, and your sleep patterns. I learned a while ago that if I consume even a small amount of sugar after 6 p.m., I will not sleep nearly as well that night. My legs twitch and it keeps me awake. I don't sleep as deeply and I will feel the effects of that all day long the next day. I can handle caffeine just fine any time of the day, but sugar gets me and throws things off. I've learned that through my own experimentation and paying attention to what I'm doing and what the effects are. I don't do it often for general health reasons, but if I decide I want to drink a soda, I will typically do that at lunch instead of dinner. I am a big fan of a supplement called Athletic Greens. This is not a paid endorsement. I just love the product. Um, it is a whole food supplement that offers a wide spectrum of vitamins, minerals, and even pre and probiotics. I love it, and I have really come to believe that that has been a big part of regulating my system, uh, improving my gut health, and overall recovery and function in general. Number three, personal awareness. As I mentioned, you have to be aware of the things that apply to you because the things I have shared in this, the reading of this blog are not necessarily universal. Everybody's a little bit different, so you need to experiment and find your own groove. Some people will tell you that they work much better at night for doing creative things. For me, I don't have the opportunity to do that because of the way my particular biorhythms work. When I was in college, I would schedule all of my classes late morning to early afternoon, but that was mainly because I was up late doing, you know, all the things that college kids do. I never realized the impact that this had until I started doing things differently for a while and I saw the benefits of what I was missing out on. Could I have continued in somewhat of that same fashion throughout college and long after? Probably, and I would have just gotten by in, in doing that. But I'm not about mediocrity or just getting by or any of that settling crap. I want the most out of myself and my life, and so I make changes and have been much better for doing so. Step number four is personal discipline. It takes a fair amount of discipline to experiment to find better ways to do things, and then even more discipline to make those changes and stick to them. The good news is, this is a learned skill just like anything else. In fact, I kind of look at it like it's a muscle where the more you exercise it, the better and stronger that it gets. Start small and build up. Just like you wouldn't go into the gym and rack up 300 pounds on the bench press for your first time working out, you wouldn't want to make a radical change that is hard to stick to and with regards to your scheduling habits either. 
if you're more, if you're not much of a morning person, don't think scheduling a bunch of classes or early morning meetings and I will figure it out is a good way to go. The penalty for this error in judgment can be high and it is avoidable with just a little bit better planning. Ease your way into that lifestyle step by step and then you have a real shot at making those things work. Remember, you're trying to install an operating system for the long haul. You don't need to solve all your problems or annihilate your bad habits by the end of the week. Pace yourself. And then number five, write a to-do list every day. This is very closely in line with point number four about personal discipline. And I did want to write it separately, though, because I think it has earned its due attention. I function so much more effectively when I write a list of things that I need to do. Even simple things, stuff that I'm likely to remember, I still write it down on a list just to be sure. If I am in need of a day of rest and should do little to nothing that's productive, I still want to write a list that reads, relax, lounge, get in the sauna, stretch, and do other recovery-based activities. It's a good reminder that this is the focus of the day and that if I do a good job of this today, tomorrow I will be back at full capacity to tackle everything that needs to get done. If I have a lot to do, I write out a list and then I prioritize it based on the time slots I discussed earlier on in the reading of this blog. Menial tasks are pushed into the afternoon. Creative and high-impact tasks are done before noon in almost every case. Anytime I accomplish a task, I am sure to scratch it off the list. That little bit of an endorphin hit helps me keep my momentum, and I can visually see that I am making progress on my to-do list. When you learn to figure out your own energy management, your time management will follow and improve drastically. I truly believe that. All of these things blend together, so the more you focus on each one of the five points that I mentioned, the faster and more effectively you will see things progress and change. Be happy with step-by-step -step progress. You cannot do all of this in one shot and think it will stick. That's why crash diets don't work. It is too much of a radical shift in habit to really be adhered to. Do things in a controlled and planned out fashion, and that will greatly assist in you making the changes that will truly stick and become your new operating system. Be diligent, and the world will bend to your wishes. Well, at least a little more than it does right now. I wish you luck in your endeavors. As always, if there's anything I can help you with, please reach out to me through my website at darrenchatter.com or through my LinkedIn page. I would love to hear from you, any comments, questions that you may have. And of course, while you're here on the YouTube channel, please hit subscribe and share these videos and readings with anyone else you think would benefit. Thank you very much.